Welcome to the third episode of the Varsity Spotlight, a Watertown Daily Times sports podcast. My name is Phil Sanza, a sports writer for the Watertown Daily Times, and this week's guest is Lafargeville girls soccer star Cameron Barnes. Cameron has 15 goals already this season throughout six games, but I'm sure by the time you listen to this podcast, she'll have plenty more. We talked a little bit about her competitive nature, how she got so good at soccer, and how she got so good at hockey, too. All that and more on this episode of the Varsity Spotlight. All right, Cameron. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, before The first thing we're going to start off with is a little bit trivia about yourself for this season. Do you currently know how many goals you have? Um, I'm going to guess 14. Oof, close. We have that 15. 15 oh. goals. <laughs> You're close. Well, either way, 14, 15, it doesn't matter because it's still pretty dominant. Has this year been for you? How would you describe it for yourself? How have you been feeling in terms of just competitiveness and playing the game? Well, I'm like an extremely competitive person. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is losing, and I can't stand it. So in practice, I like strive to be the best, and I know my team does too, and they're a huge part of my success. I couldn't do it without them, obviously, but um, I think it was a strong bounce off from from last year, just because um, I was young going into last year, and people knew who I was, and I was getting hurt, and I would get really frustrated at it, but this year I think I learned how to cope with that a lot better. Is soccer something that's always just come naturally to you? Um, yeah, in seventh grade when I was in Modified, I debated not playing because I didn't really know anything about the game, and I would kind of go back and think about hockey. Right. <laughs> like, I would I would think about hockey in the sense of soccer, like playing on the field, because I didn't really know positions that well. So you, so you didn't really start playing soccer until, like, seventh grade? Yeah, I played um, when I was younger for our town team, but right. it was nothing too special. <laughs> so when so finding success in soccer, then I mean it's not it's only something you've played for maybe five or so years now. Finding success in soccer, how what do you attribute that? How did how did that happen? Um, I think my family has a lot to do with it, and my coaches and teammates as well. Um, my dad and I and my brother. Um, I have a twin brother. We usually go up to the soccer field, and if we're not in shape, my dad makes us do drills to sprint or we do a mile run. We work out in the summer for hockey, too, so it helps a lot with soccer getting in shape. And with my team, I think we all push each other because we all want the success. Right. Between hockey and soccer, I mean, those are two like physically laborious sports, so they're difficult sports to play. Walk me through your training. How do you prepare yourself for those seasons? Um, For hockey, I think it's more mental, and soccer is more physical because you have to be in shape. I think hockey, you you have to go in the weight room, and you have to do lifts and stuff like that because hockey is different than being in shape than for soccer because soccer, you're running around constantly, and hockey, you get 30 seconds off, 30 seconds on, and so... It's a lot different, but for soccer, um, every day, my brother and some of my friends, we try and go up to the soccer field, and we go up there for a couple hours, and we just run, and we play we play like a pickup game or whatever, but I think it helps a lot. Now, is, um, just judging from the way you're talking about it, it seems like hockey is like your main love. Is that, is that right? 
Well, I've, I've just been playing hockey more. Um, a couple of years ago, I really just wanted to play soccer, and that's all I wanted to focus on. Really? But um, now I think I, I play three sports all year round, mm -hmm. and I've been trying to balance it and see which one I want to play in college, and I'm still not sure, but I think I'm just trying to see which I'm better at, I guess. Right. <laughs> or what I have more interest in. When a sports season comes around, are you, is your mind, are you solely focused on that sport? Do you block out everything else? Like, it's soccer season. Are you just solely focused on soccer from the beginning, from, like, beginning of September to whenever you guys end? Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I, when I'm in soccer season, all I want to do is soccer. I don't want to go to hockey a lot. I just want to focus on soccer. But when it's, like, it's hockey season, it's just hockey, and softball's the same way. Like, I want to go hit, and I just, I try and focus on that one sport because... I know it's like it's that time. Right. So exactly, explain a little bit more why you just want to focus on one sport when you're in that season. I think I just want the success more than anything, and I know I have to put in the work to get there. You know, you were saying before that you're you're an incredibly competitive person. That that drive almost. Where does that come from? Um, I think it's like a rivalry with my brother. I think because. <laughs> Growing up, we're twins, so growing up, I think I've always had to compete a little bit, and I think it's just come from that a little bit, so, yeah. So, uh, did, what sports do your, does your brother play? Also soccer and hockey? Yeah he, yeah, he plays soccer, hockey, and baseball. So, competing with him, I mean, is it always been a, a sister and brother competition there? Always. We always joke around and see how many goals or how many points we have, what our batting average is, stuff like that. But I think sports comes, it comes more naturally for me, and he, school comes more naturally for him. Like, he's top of our class. He's insane. <laughs> when you're on the field and you're, so, I mean, let's just go back. How about this? When you scored five goals against Lyme, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, what was going through your mind in those games? When you're, are you just so focused on scoring, or what? What really is your mentality when you're on the field? Um, I think as a striker, I think your main focus is to score, and I know that's my main focus because I want to help my team win in every possible way. And I think scoring, I think uh, like making the good combination passes, I think that also helps us very much so because it gets teams to like run around a little bit. So. Yeah, because I know you're also, I mean, you have seven assists, which I think also leads your team. So you're, so not only are you scoring, you're also hel helping others on your team score as well. You're kind of facilitating that offense. Is that a skill that kind of just comes from learning more about soccer in those, over the years? I think so, and I always try and get a ball on my foot, like in the house or something where you have a, a flatter ball. But mm -hmm. I try to just get as many touches as I can so it comes more naturally for me on the field. Now, playing, playing hockey, I mean, how much, do you how much do you pay attention to the sport? I guess this applies to the softball and soccer also, but how much do you pay attention to, like, other levels of the sport, like maybe college hockey or college soccer or, you know, college baseball or even the professional levels? Do you pay a lot of attention to those? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, my family and I, we pay a lot of attention to colleges, especially because I'm at that age level where I can start talking to colleges now. And for hockey, I play at the highest level. I play AAA. Um, so we go to showcases almost every single weekend. And we get that interaction with the, with the colleges. So we're always like look on the lookout. When does hockey season start for you? 
Um, it's usually year round, but okay. right now, like games and stuff, um, September through March, depending on how we do in states. Right. Now you said you play. Um, you were saying before you play hockey down in Syracuse. Yes. Well, what team do you play for? Um, I used to play for the Syracuse Nationals, but now I play for the Syracuse Valley Eagles. Now you have to go down to Syracuse. Is there just not a lot of you know, girls hockey up in this up in this area? Yeah, um, like I said before, I'm a very competitive person, and right. I like I like to win, and it's um, I like to be the best. So I'm always we. I used to play for Thousand Islands, mm-hmm. which was right in Clayton, and um, I think that I just needed um, better competition, so we went down to Syracuse. Women's, I mean, girls hockey is something, I mean, we just saw in the Olympics last year, I'm sure you pay attention to, like, the women's national team, they won gold. Is that something yeah. you pay a lot of attention to? Yeah, they're who I look up to, especially for that really? sport. Really? Makes sense. Yeah. So... I mean, that kind of brought a lot of attention to girls, uh, to women's hockey because it's not as publicized as other women's sports. I mean, especially compared to, like, the women's national soccer team has a lot more attention. Do you think that the women's national team, especially being Canada and being from up north country, do you think that had a big, like, impact on the show that, like, look, women's hockey is a really big deal? Absolutely. Um, I think that women's sports are overshadowed a little bit by men's. Um, just because maybe like the higher pay or like the more views they get on TV. But when they made it to the Olympics, like in the finals, I, I knew it was going to be a great game, but I had this gut feeling that Canada was just going to beat them by maybe one goal or like in, in an OT or something. But I was so, so happy. My dad and I were sitting on the couch crying when they won. Who are some of the players you look up to? Um, Hillary Knight, um, Megan Duggan, a lot of those players. When you're, because you know, a lot of athletes, a lot of the ways they get better, you know, is like, you, I'm sure you experience, you watch how the people you look up to play the game. Do you try to, like, kind of mirror how those people play? Yeah, for sure, especially, like, their workouts off. Like, I look it up on YouTube, like, what they do for workouts, and I try to follow a lot what they do, like especially in soccer. Like I like to see how, like what way they push the ball, how they shoot, how they strike the ball, stuff like that. Between like soccer and hockey, which sport would you say, you know, is a little more natural to you? Um, I'm not really sure. I think maybe hockey, just because I've been playing since I think I was like right. two or three. But, um. I think it really depends on that season. Like, right now, I'm not in hockey shape, so it doesn't come more natural for me. I think soccer right now is my main focus. When you're playing, does it? do you see the field differently? I mean, in soccer, do you have to work harder? I mean, I, depending on, I guess, which one you, you know, you feel more comfortable playing. But when you're in soccer, do you feel like you have to work harder to, like, see the field and play and perform at the high level? Or do you have to work harder at hockey to, like, kind of see the, the ice and, like, perform at a higher level? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that hockey is more um, dominant than soccer just because I'm from a sol- I'm from a smaller school and there's a lot of great athletes around. Right. And um, hockey, my birth year, there's so many talented players and it's really hard to compete in that, especially if I want to go play at a certain division for a certain college, whatever it is. I think it, it's just a lot more dominant for sure. 
Now, we'll focus, I mean, we're in soccer season. I can't wait for hockey season, but we're in soccer season. So we'll focus a little bit on your team right now. You guys have, I think, a lot of seniors on your squad. Is that right? Yeah, I think we have uh, 10 or 11. So you've been playing, that means you've probably been playing with them for a few years now. How is playing with the same teammates from year after year, how has that helped you, especially, I mean, you're in your junior year, but a lot of them in their senior year. So how has that prepared you for guys for 2018? I think it really helps our team, especially knowing how everybody plays individually, how, like what different skills that they have, how everybody strikes the ball, who has certain weaknesses that we can help them out with. I think it just, I think it really balances out a lot. Now, in the you guys, now, like you say, you come from like a small school. In the, 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 have you been playing with these people, you know, in sports throughout, whether it be recreation or travel, for a longer period than just like varsity? Yeah, every single one of them I've played recreation sports with, and I think it's pretty cool because we've all grown up together and we've all seen each other grow as right people and as athletes. I kind of find that as a trend between smaller schools that often, being that you're such a smaller community, you you know you know you know these people for a long time, you play with them yeah. for a long time. Does that give you guys maybe a little bit of an advantage compared to maybe a bigger school? Um, I believe so, just because we are so familiar with each other. Right. And there's not a lot of us. We only have 14 people on the team. So we kind of have to know everybody and everybody's weaknesses and skills that they have, stuff like that. How do you work out with your teams in the off season? How do you guys Are you guys often working out together? Who, are you communicating with each other constantly? Um, I think we have good team chemistry at times. Um, but on the field, we just try and block out every single problem that we have. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of us try and do individual work, trying to get each other you know, to push each other. Um, we have packets that we do, workout packets, to try and help us get in shape for preseason. So that helps. You guys are, I mean, for you, you're, you're a junior. So, uh, so, you know, senior year is looming. But have you been looking at colleges? And how has that process really been going for you? Um, yeah, but I've talked to one college, um, Morrisville. I've talked to one college for soccer. I've talked to a couple for hockey. A couple for softball, which I think it's difficult because I'm still not sure on right. what sport I want to go in. But I think it helps a lot because maybe I can lean towards like one or the other. All right. Well, thank you so much, Cameron. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak to me. And so when, when's your next game? Um, we actually have um, an away game tonight at Sandy Creek. All right. Well, good luck. And I hope to speak to you again maybe sometime during hockey season. Thank you so much. I want to thank Cameron for taking the time to speak to me for this week's episode. I'm very excited to see what this Lafargeville girls soccer team can do. They are very talented, and we'll be making a lot of noise for the rest of the regular season and in the postseason. You can listen to this podcast pretty much wherever you get any of your podcasts from. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, along with many other platforms. We're also on Apple Podcasts, so please subscribe. You know, it's free, so you really don't have anything to lose. You can follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore Sanzo and the Daily Times Sports section on Twitter at WDT Sports. And be on the lookout for a feature story by our own by our own Chris Fitzgerald on Lafargeville goalie Emma Timmerman. Just another red knight having a fantastic season. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.